Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. In today's message, Pastor Ed continues a series of talks called Gambling with God, where we'll learn the importance of being totally committed to God's plan and how this very act can transform our lives. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer. From global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. I'm in a series called Gambling with God, and I think it's easy to see certain people, and we meet individuals who are gambling with God. Maybe you're gambling with God in relationships, maybe a marriage, you're gambling with God in a dating situation, you're gambling with God as far as your emotions, as far as your finances. A lot of people gamble with God. Others, though, gamble for God. And this sometimes snaps people's heads a little bit, but God is a God who wants us to gamble for him. It's good to gamble for God. It's good to do this righteous risk because God, although God is sovereign, God, although he's omniscient, is a risk taker. Love is a risk. We're not made like robots. We're made to have a relationship. We either choose to love God or not. The question is, are you gambling for God? Joshua, over in the Old Testament, was this difference-making leader who led the children of Israel to the brink of the Promised Land. Now, you probably know the story. For 40 years, God's people, the Israelites, wandered in the wilderness, and they never made it into the Promised Land due to disobedience. God, though, allowed them to die off in the wilderness, and then he brought forth a new generation, this Pepsi generation, you know, the new generation, and, and you remember that, Pepsi generation? Yeah, Joshua was the guy leading the people into the promised land. So think about it. The people were gonna enjoy real estate they hadn't purchased. They were gonna enjoy vineyards and olive groves they hadn't planted. They were gonna go into the promised land. Well, God, being God, always picks leaders, and so often through Scripture, God uses these leaders to give talks, to give sermons, to give pre-game speeches to his people to fire them up. We're going to find out that Joshua told this, this new generation, hey guys, God wants us to fully obey him. God wants us to be full on. God doesn't want us just to toss a chip now and then his way. No, no, God wants us to be all 
in. Say it with me, all in. That's what God wants. Now I'm a why God. Sometimes I wonder, like why? And it's good to ask questions. Why, that's right, why does God want us, you and me, to go all in? Have you ever thought about that? Why? God doesn't want us to give a half-baked approach to him. God doesn't want us just to test the waters. God says, I want you to fully engage. I want you to fully give the totality of who you are to me. Why? I wonder why. I'll answer that question as well as we diesel on through this material. Joshua is camped right near the Jordan River. And, and, and you know he's thinking, well, this is gonna be crazy. God is gonna lead us through the Jordan River into the Promised Land. The Jordan River, though, was at flood stage. God tells Joshua to tell the priest to take the Ark of the Covenant. You know what the Ark of the Covenant is? Well, if you don't, it's a, it's a gold box with, with two angels facing one another. Inside the box, you've got the, the tablets, the Ten Commandments, you've got Aaron's rod, and you've got a jar of manna. What's manna? Manna are, are those carbs that drop down from the sky when the Israelites were trying to get to the promised land. Well, the, the priests made the decision, right? They, they were like, okay, we're all in. We're all in. We are gonna go into the Jordan. Well, nothing was happening in the Jordan. The waters weren't parting in the Jordan. And the people were like, well, God, I guess you opened up an ocean back in the day, the Red Sea, but you gonna do it again? Whoa. So they made the decision, the priests did, they had the ark. When they stepped in the water, they first of all had to make the decision, then step in the water. Once they stepped in the water, the river parted, and they stood in the middle of the river. Now it was a dry path. Joshua told everybody, hey, no riffraff, just Tiptoe through the Jordan, yeah. Tiptoe through the Jordan, you got to claim the promised land. It is all about God's plan. And all the people over 30 years old are like, what? What are you doing? Anyway, they tiptoed through the Jordan, two million of them went through the Jordan on dry land. A miracle. So when they got to the other side, they're in the promised land, people are like, okay, what do we do now? Is it party time? No, 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 no. You know what Joshua said? Hey, he picked 12 guys from the 12 tribes, probably guys who you know, were really good at CrossFit. He said, I want you to go down to the bottom of the Jordan, pick up boulders, each guy. You, you pick up a boulder, I want you to take the boulder to the other side of the promised land and make a memorial. Because God is into memorials. When God steps up, when people go all in, so often through scripture, God says, make a memorial to me. Make a memorial of remembrance. Because the Bible says in Joshua chapter four, it says this, specifically, Verse six, it says, this, this uh, memorial will be a sign among you in the future. When your children ask you, what do these stones mean, Dad? 
Why do you have these big boulders here, Mom? On the side of the river, what's the deal? I don't understand. Why these rocks? Why are they stacked up? What's up with that? Kids love to ask questions, don't they? I remember when our kids were younger, we would put a question quota on them. Up, oh, three questions, that's up, that's your quota. People ask questions, children ask questions. And we're only one generation away, right, from extinction as far as the things of God. So it's important to press, to teach our children. Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. Wow. All in. That's what happened. 40 years earlier, the Israelites weren't all in. They were like, I'm not sure. There are giants in the land. Well, Joshua says, hey, it's time to go all in. The land is ours. And we're going to have to open up a can and take care of business and claim the land. The land is ours. What happens when we claim land? What happens when God blesses? So often when we're blessed, it's a test. When it's a bull market, when things are blowing up, when things are happening, when the career is taking off and everything is rocking and rolling, what do we tend to do? I mean, if you're like me, I just kind of have this tendency to kind of start throwing chips God's way. Like, you know, just kind of relying on myself more and not really going all in for God. Maybe that's just me. I doubt it's you, but I'm just talking about me right now. God is the God who wants us to go all in. Yet his children, the Israelites, they start hanging out in the promised land and they weren't really taking care of business. Here's what God said. Don't buy or worship the idols of the neighboring nations. Don't intermarry with the people of the neighboring nations. You hang out with the wrong people. They'll take you to the wrong place and you'll end up missing God's purposes for your life. Conversely, you hang out with the right people, you go to the right place and you'll discover God's purposes for your life. The Israelites, and can't you see the young Israelite couples, you know, they're, they're, they're got, they got a little wealth and they start going to antique shops and like, oh, I like that idol. That idol will look great in our den. And oh yeah, that idol will look good in the media room too. And, and they begin to collect all this stuff. And then, and then they begin to intermarry and intermingle with these ungodly people. And, and finally, Joshua is about to clock out. And then Joshua has had enough because here's the principle, I'll say it again in the Bible. Somebody has got to give the all-in talk. Somebody has got to say, all right, it's time to get off the fence. Somebody has got to give the all-in talk. And Joshua gave it when they entered the promised land through the Jordan. And now, after prosperity kind of started messing with them, Joshua goes, hey, 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 ho. He meets with the leaders. And he says something that is an epic verse, an epic statement. Joshua 24, verse 15. Joshua says, as for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. What was he saying? I'm all. I'm all. And then the leaders were like, Joshua, we're all in too. And Joshua was like, clean out the crapla. Get rid of the idols, the jibbledy junk, the tchotchkes. Just get rid of it. Turn away 
from those relationships, turn back to God, fully engage, and fully give yourself to God. Don't just throw a chip God's way. You gotta say, I'm all in. Again, why, I gotta ask you, why, why do you think God demands us to be all in? I never answered that question. You know why? Because God is too vested in the situation. God is, is all in. And, and he cannot stand someone who is not all in. Not that he dislikes the person or hates the person. He loves everyone. He does not want us to miss the best for our lives. So I gotta ask you a question about commitment, about being all in. Are you all in in your marriage? Hey guys, are you all in? Or do you kind of have one foot in the marriage and one foot in, oh, it's, it's, it's the career. Are you married to the career or? Ladies, wives, you married the kids? It's not your first responsibility. Or the husband, are you all in? Are you all in as a couple doing it God's way? Are you all in? Are you all in being a part of the bride, the church? Are you in step with the church? It's amazing. I talk to people all the time about this situation. That, that in, in many churches, some of the most faithful people come to church about every other week, some once a month. And especially in churches that are in big cities and prosperous areas, because money simply means options. The more money you have, the more options you have. That's what it means. If I got money, man, if I feel down, I'll go buy something. If I got money, if I'm full of anxiety, I'll just sell something. I'll travel here, travel there, fun fix to fun fix, buzz to buzz, high to high. You know, I just, I just throw a bone God's way, no big deal. I'm not gonna be all in. God, though, wants us to be all in because he wants the best for your life and mine. And the only way for us to discover what it means to be all in is to do it God's way. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message, and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry, focused on sharing the gospel, is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bring hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue with today's message. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. Simon Peter. You talk about a guy that goes, oh, I'm all in. Well, he told Jesus he was all in, and he turned his back on him in his most difficult time of need. But then after the death, burial, and resurrection, 
Simon Peter was reinstated, and he's in Jerusalem, and he preaches this moving message, this all-in message, because somebody has got to give the all-in talk. And when the people heard it, I love this, I love this. Acts chapter two. When the people heard this message from Simon Peter, like, you saw Jesus, you saw him live, no one is loved like he loved, no one served like he served, totally righteous, God arranged for the wrongdoings of the world upon his shoulders, he rose again, and, and over 500 of you saw him in the flesh, and, and, and he began to give this all-in talk, and then the people said this, Acts chapter two, verse 37, what shall we do? That's what the people said. Every time I prepare, God, okay, here's the message you've given me. What do you want me to do? And then, after I answer that question, I can tell you, okay, here's what, here's some application, here's what to do. So don't tell me just what I need to know, tell me what I need to do. What do you need to do because of this all-in message? Every one of you, every person here, myself included, we need to take a step of commitment in some area of our life. Because all of us need to go all in in the areas where God wants us to go all in. And again, I don't know where it is. The Holy Spirit does. I don't know where it is in friendships or in your career or in finances or emotion. I have no idea. God does. Others here need to say, you know what? I'm all in and my step is gonna be to go all in in baptism. And we're gonna baptize today. So the people said, what shall we do? And here's what Simon Peter said, I love it, I love it. Repent and be baptized. Baptism means you've repented. Every one of you, for the name and name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. If you don't like a big church, you wouldn't like the first church. The first church grew to 3,000 people in a couple of minutes. Holy church is big. Well, you, you ain't gonna like heaven. Heaven's gonna be big. And, and let me, let me uh, uh, just, just, just add on a quick, very convicting word, and this is gonna be very convicting when I, when I talk to you about this, very convicting. You're not gonna find this text on coffee mugs or T-shirts, or you want, you're not hear Christian songs written about this verse. This is a definite hard saying of Jesus. But here's, here's what I wanna tell you. The aging Apostle John, as he was writing the book of Revelation, it's not Revelations, it's Revelation. In chapter three, he's writing to the seven churches. One church is a lot like this church, a very cosmopolitan place called Laodicea. And Laodicea was, was a church, and people looked good. They smelled good. They, they, they wore fashionable clothes, but, but they needed an all-in talk, you know, because, because, I don't know, just so often when, when we have the things of the world, not in every situation, the things have us rather than, than us owning things, if you, if you feel me. So Laodicea, as you study this city, there was a hot springs uh, area kind of near the, 
near the city, and there was an aqueduct system built from the hot springs to Laodicea. When the water got there, all the architects thought, because sometimes architects are wrong, all the architects thought, because architects chase infinity, the architects thought, I love architects though, architects though, uh, I designed it, and they thought, man, when the water gets to Laodicea, it's gonna be hot. Well, the water was lukewarm. God doesn't do tepid. God loathes the lukewarm. And here's what Jesus, and this, I'm telling you, this is a in your grill, step on your toes verse. You're not gonna hear a worship song about this. I know all the things you do. You're neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other. But since you're like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I'll spit you out of my mouth. This is Jesus talking. And the word spit means vomit. Jesus wants us to be all in. Are you all in? Are you all in? Many here need to be all in in certain areas. Many of you need to be all in as far as baptism. Are you all in? Because church, so many of you are all in, but some are just content to throw a little chip God's way. But God says, I want you to go all in. The cards are on the table. Everything, everything, all in, all in, all in, all in. Gamble for God. And I want you to think about an area of your life where you're going, God, I'm all in. Maybe you have a wayward daughter and you've lost contact with her. And God has said, man, it's time to go all in, to, to work, to do some work, to reestablish that connection. Maybe it's a friend and you know this friend is living out there and they're, they're in this land and they're with idols and, and, they, and they, they, they're with the wrong people. Maybe just, maybe you could text them or call them and say, hey, I would love to have coffee with you and pray and maybe God will give you an opportunity to invite them to church or something like that. Maybe it's your thought life. Maybe it's the different websites that you frequent. You're like, whoa, you know, I'm not, I'm about 90%, you know, in. Well, 90% in is not fully in. Make the step. Let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you that you're an all-in God. And God, we wanna go all-in for you. And right now, Holy Spirit of God, I know you're sweeping across this environment and all different environments, moving us to be compliant with you. And I don't know the situations. I don't know the stations of life you're in. But God, as we stand as a church, I pray that all of us would take that step forward of commitment. And I pray that many would push the chips into the middle of the table and go, God, I'm going all in. Father, we thank you for this time.
Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message has empowered you to stand firm in your faith and to shepherd your family with wisdom and courage. Your role is pivotal in nurturing a God-honoring environment, and it's our prayer that you would feel supported and equipped in this journey. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Join us next time as Pastor Ed begins a new series of talks called, What Would Jesus Say To? As we look at the potential conversations Jesus might have with various celebrities like Tiger Woods, Donald Trump, Joe Rogan, and more. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more great content and ways for you to be part of what God is doing through the Creative Connection. We hope you and your family have a happy new year.